0: for joining us for this special prophetic update from Kent Christmas Ministries International. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted by this powerful and anointed message. And now, here's Pastor Kent Christmas.
1: Well, good evening.
0: Uh, Can't believe it's already Wednesday night again. Uh, Thank you for sharing your evening with me. I trust that at the end of the study tonight that you will say I'm glad I joined So uh, tonight I'm going to share some things with you that I believe really have uh, prophetic uh, implications or maybe some understanding as to what we've been dealing with in the nation and the church. And uh, of course there's been a lot of speculation and there are so many opinions and uh, explanations and what in the world is going on. And so I I believe that God dropped something in my spirit the other day. Uh, I've been looking forward to sharing this with you. And uh, I trust that um, you will, uh, at the end of the evening, go, well, that answers some questions. And so tonight, um, we're going to be taking our texts out of the uh, book of Matthew, uh, chapter 3. And um, I want to say this, I think that, in fact, I'm sure of this, that what we have experienced uh, with the shutdown not necessarily the mass but with the shutdown that we experienced in this nation I know uh, it affected a lot of businesses a lot of small businesses have uh, folded and uh, it's been a a financial uh, hardship on a lot of people but I really believe the the fundamental reason why we've experienced what we've experienced is that God is doing something brand new and so we're gonna read a scripture tonight and most of everything I'm gonna read to you tonight will be out of the Gospel of Matthew there are other writers uh, in the Gospels that that talk about some of these things but in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 10 it says and now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees not tree but trees therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire and so we're going to start there tonight um, I believe that everything that we've seen happen uh, the Bible says that many t- uh, says that this that the sometimes the Lord will take that which the enemy intended for evil and God will use it for good. And uh, I don't think that God orchestrates everything, but I think sometimes he will take advantage of them. I also know this, that the enemy cannot do anything in the earth unless God allows him. Now, there are some things that, that come about in our lives because of bad choices or consequences, but there are other things that happen in our lives that we wonder, God, why did it happen? And then after we come out of it and we look back, we can see that God let it happen because he was doing something new in our life or producing something. And so I I know this for a fact that, God the primary purpose of what the church has gone through has been about the church it's not about finances it's not about politics it wasn't about mass or social distancing this is about God is doing something brand new he is there is a reset that has taken place in the realm of the church the most powerful force in the earth is not the devil it's the church and Thessalonians, I believe it is, says this that it is the church that is holding back the spirit of Antichrist, or globalism and all of those things that go along with that is the church. But the church over the years has become just a, a shell of what it used to be. It's had the form of godliness, but it's had no power thereof. And so Jesus, um, towards the end of his ministry, uh, said this. He said, "The acts." Is laid unto the root of the trees, and therefore every tree which springeth forth, not good fruit, is hewn down and cast into the fire. The Lord says this, He said, "I am now cutting everything back down to the root. Of course, we know the root is Christ. The Bible talks about the root of Jesse shall spring forth out of the root of Jesse, and that's Jesus. And so he said, I'm cutting all the way back down to the very root because a tree can only bear its identity and its fruit from the roots. And so the Lord said, I'm cutting every tree back down to the roots, not just the tree, but the trees. And then he says this, he says, every tree that has not brought forth good fruit, he said, this is what's going to happen to it. He said, It's going to be hewn down he said it's going to be cut up and cast into the fire so the Lord didn't say every tree that's cut down is going to be cast into the fire he said every tree that doesn't bring forth fruit is going to be cast into the fire now even powerful churches through this coronavirus were shut down it's like the church was cut off at the roots every door was shut Uh, There were no congregations in the building. And it was almost like we just went back to the very basics of Christianity. Now the Lord is saying, in that time, he said, I'm going to look at every tree that I cut down. And he said, every tree that didn't bear forth good fruit is going to be cast into the fire. Then it means that there were some trees that God cut down that were bearing fruit. But he said, I'm going all the way back down to the root system. And then he said, I'm going to start over. There's going to be a reset that's going to happen in the earth. And the trees that bore good fruit, the Lord is saying, are going to come back. And they're going to begin to grow again. And we always note this, that every time you prune something, that bears fruit. Even the Bible teaches it, that the Lord chastens those whom he loves. And God, the scripture says, will chasten us or he will prune us that are bearing fruit, that we will bear much fruit. And so I I know this prophetically, that God has cut the tree all the way back down to the very foundation of Jesus Christ. And now what you're seeing is God is beginning to raise up that tree that was bearing fruit. Now we're not going to be like we were before, but now we're going to have an abundance of fruit. The other thing that's happening now is there have been so many churches in America, you weren't bearing fruit. didn't matter how many people you had, uh, how big your buildings were, and all of that. He said you did not bear fruit. And so the Lord has cut them off. And all of the churches that didn't make room for the presence of the Lord, that would not embrace the Holy Spirit, that were man-controlled, that were only interested in producing religious businesses and offerings and numbers. They're not coming back. That's what you're seeing right now. And yet churches that were bearing fruit, that loved God, that had their doors shut, all of a sudden the heavens have opened and the glory of God is coming upon them. And we're not just like we were before coronavirus. In my own church before coronavirus, we were we were maintaining, we had good services. But I can tell you this, since then that we've come out of this, there has been an abundance, not just an addition, but a mu- multiplication of the glory of the Lord. And so God begins to... He carries this principle throughout the Scriptures because just um, in Matthew, the 21st chapter, Jesus, uh, just a few days before crucifixion now, He comes, the Bible says in verse 12 of Matthew 21, And Jesus went into the temple. He cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple He overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold dubs. What did the Lord do? He walks into the house of God and he empties it. When Jesus got done, it was empty. Just like we've seen over the last year, we've looked at our congregations, we've looked at our church buildings, and they have been empty. We're saying, what is God doing? There is a cleansing taking place in the spirit realm. So why would the Lord go into the temple and cleanse it? This is why. Because the next verse he said, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. But he said, You've turned it into a den of thieves. In other words, he says, People that are coming in to receive from me, you're stealing from them that that I'm trying to release. And you're using it for yourself. So the Lord, before crucifixion, he knows That Calvary is a reset. After 4,000 years, there's going to be a shift of authority. There's going to be a shift of fruit. There's going to be a shift of the favor of God. And we're going from an old covenant to a new covenant. So Jesus begins to set the table. And he comes in and he says, I am preparing my house for a visitation of the Lord, and when he walked in there, he said, you've turned it into, he said, I'm getting rid of all of this man-made stuff, the money chambers, the changers, and and the the, the dishonesty that was going on, and charging foreigners that came in exorbitant rates for temple exchange of money, and the Lord said, that's going to stop. He said, my house is not about money. He said, it's about being called the house of prayer, and so through this coronavirus, all of the churches that didn't believe in prayer, didn't practice prayer, didn't practice the presence of the Lord, you're not coming back because God has cut the tree down to the roots and he's taken every church that had the form of God, but they had no power and he's cast it into the fire because they did not bear fruit. So the Lord comes here and he cleanses the temple. What you're seeing right now in America is God's cleansing the house. He's getting rid of the charlatans. He's getting rid of all of the hirelings. He's getting rid and he is highlighting. He's exposing so much that's been in the kingdom of the Lord because he said, you're not making my church what it should be. When you come into the presence of God in the house of the Lord, there should be a sound of prayer. There should be an exaltation of the glory of the Lord. And so... um, in Matthew, I think it's, it's just a, a few days, in fact, after Jesus cleanses the temple, uh, four days before his death. He has, he's talking about casting the, um, the tree into the fire. And uh, it's not long after that that the Bible says that Jesus comes out of, of, of Jerusalem and he sees a fig tree. And he walks over to that fig tree, and it should have fruit on it, because fruit and leaves generally appear at the same time. So he walks over, and he reaches up into the tree for fruit, and he can't find any. He's got leaves. He got the outward appearance that says there's fruit. But when he reached for fruit, he couldn't find any. His needs could not be met. So he stepped back, and he said, I curse this fig tree. And he said, never again will you bear fruit. The next day they come back out and the disciples are amazed because they said, Jesus, look at the tree. He says, it has shriveled up at the roots. What was the Lord doing? Was he just mad at the tree? He wasn't mad at the natural tree. We know there is anomalies that take place in in the the natural realm, the agricultural realm. Sometimes a tree does not bear fruit when it should. The Lord wasn't taking vengeance on the tree. But when you study uh, in the scriptures, many, many times the nation of Israel was compared to a fig tree. And what the Lord was saying was, he said, I'm going to judge the nation now. Israel wasn't like us. We have a separation of church and state. And so the United States doesn't represent the church because there's a separation. But in Jesus' time, the government was the religion. It was the Pharisees. The high priest was the powers that be. It was like the president. And so there wasn't any separation of church and state in Israel. So what the Lord is saying is, he's saying, I look at a nation that has all the outward trappings. They've got the temple, they've got the sacrifices, they've got the high priest, they've got all of these feasts that they celebrate. But he said, they don't bear fruit. And he said, when I reach into that church or when I reach into Israel to be ministered to and fed spiritually, I can't find any fruit. And he said, so I am cursing this nation that they will never bear fruit again in the old order. It wasn't that Israel was cursed. What he was saying was, I am cursing your religious system that boasts great things, but when I get close, I can't find any fruit. See, what the Lord is after in yours and mine's life is fruit. Local church should bear fruit. There should be people getting healed and And the bruised and the broken and the sick that come into our sanctuaries, they should weep from the presence of the Lord. There should be a sound of prayer. When I was a boy, I remember before church would ever start, 20, 30 minutes before church would ever start, the building would be full of men and women that are calling on the name of the Lord and we're praying and we're interceding. What are we doing? We are bearing fruit unto God. And so the Lord, He realizes, He said, I'm killing this system because it doesn't bear fruit four days before the reset because he said I'm getting ready to do something brand new whenever God is getting ready to change things that affect nations many many times he will bring to a halt what has been functioning in his name for a season because it gets too much mixture in it and he will separate. That's what he did with the trees. He went in, he cut them all down. He said, but this one bears fruit, this one bears fruit. He said, I will keep it. Then he said, cut that one up and throw it into the fire. What you're seeing right now is there's a whole lot of trees that have died that didn't bear fruit that God's thrown in the fire. Churches are closing all over America because God's had it with churches and preachers that have the form of God, but they have no power. They don't want Christ in their house. They just want to use his name for their glory and their promotion. And so, um, doesn't the Bible say this, that judgment begins not in government, not in the White House, but it begins in the house of the Lord. That's what you're seeing right now. This, this whole thing that we've been going through, I, I do not believe it had anything to do with politics. God is still God this had to do with the church, that God shut the church down for a season, and now, hallelujah, there's a reset that is taking place. Um, In Matthew, third chapter here, verse 12, the Lord is saying this right after verse 10 about the trees. He said, whose fan is in his hand, and he is going to thoroughly purge his floor. And he said, then he will gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn the chaff up with unquenchable fire. You see the same principle that God has come in with a wind and he is purging the church. He's purging the floor. There's no more gray area anymore. People are having to take sides. We just saw where a very, very well-known gospel singer just came out and... um, embraces uh, transvestite living, embraces homosexuality, embraces abortion, all of these things. What is happening? God is making people declare their hearts. And that's what's happening in the realm. If we are in the middle of the Holy Ghost blowing over the church and he is purging the floor and then the next thing that happens is God looks at what he has cleansed and the scripture says he gathers the wheat into the barn but he takes the counterfeit and the chaff and he burns it with fire uh, I truly uh, I'm convinced that we're in the very last harvest of the age I don't think we're planting anymore we're in the last harvest and when the Lord speaks here he said I'm gathering the wheat into my barn the early harvest in Israel was barley it was an inferior grain the last harvest of the late harvest was wheat What we're getting ready to see and we're beginning to see it in in different places is now God is giving the wheat into his barn. Just a couple more things to share with you tonight. Um, But in Matthew chapter 13, um, I think this is a a tremendous portion of Scripture and it's relevant to the day that we live in. And um, in Matthew chapter 13 and verse... um, 39, the Lord has given an explanation of the parable uh, of the tares and the wheat. And he said, um, the field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Now, notice this. They're both in the same field. See, that's what God is getting rid of, the mixture. He can't have tares and wheat in the house of God. He can have terror he can have wheat and sinners, but not wheat and hypocrites. And so the Bible says that the enemy that sowed them is the devil, the children of the kingdom, the terrors of the children of the wicked one. He said, the enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest, the one that we're in right now, is the end of the age. I think King James says uh, world, but it's Aeon it's translated in the original. It's not world. It's the end of the age, the age of grace. And he said the reapers are the angels. Um, The scripture says this, that Jesus Christ, right before he comes back, is going to send his angels into the earth, and they're going to remove from the kingdom of God all of those who offend and commit iniquity in the body of Christ. This is, again, it's the same principle that I'm giving you tonight. We're in a midst of where the Lord is cleansing the church. And every church that has bore fruit is coming back with great blessing. We're going to flourish in God. But the Lord's had to separate so many churches in America that have the outward appearance, they said the right things. Always remember this, any philosophy in life works until it's tested. And I have a lot of people say, well, this is my philosophy, I don't believe in the Bible, this. Well, that's great until you get in the middle of the battle. And the one that works is the philosophy of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Lord says, I'm going to send angels into the earth. And he said, I'm going to gather out of my kingdom those who offend and commit iniquity. And then he said, at the end of the age, the angels are going to separate the wicked from among the just. So you say, Pastor, where are we spiritually then? We are in the midst of a divine intervention by God to where the Lord is removing churches that did not make room for him and they're not coming back. If you're still shut down, you ain't coming back. Say, well, you know, Pastor, you need to be more merciful. Listen, God is tired of men and women that don't bear fruit. And that's what we're seeing And you will not only survive, you will prosper if there was fruit on your tree when God cut it down. And so I want to encourage you this evening, uh, this should be the greatest day for the believer that we've ever seen. Because the Lord is doing something we've not been able to do, and that's cleanse the house of the Lord. And he said, my house is going to be called a house of prayer and that's what happened the church was birthed on the day of Pentecost what were they doing they were in one chord one place seeking the face of the Lord and suddenly there came that sound so stay encouraged in the Lord Uh, this is God and as he's finished uh, the, the politicians don't have any control over what God's doing right now no matter what the media says it doesn't matter what politicians are saying they're not in control God is in control and what we're seeing now is the tree that was cut down to the roots that had fruit. We're we're coming back, and it's going to be exponential growth, and great power of God. So, keep your head up. Your redemption draws nigh. I love you. I'll see you next week.